0: EO Fire, 1,230.
1: Stay positive. Life is going to be good.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. Ignite. As a business owner, I can tell you that your company is only as good as the people you hire. Find your perfect candidate today. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I'm fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Mike Townsend. Mike, are you prepared to ignite? God, I'm excited Excited. now. Yes. (laughs) Mike is the co-founder and COO of Home Hero, a trusted senior home care marketplace with the fastest, most affordable way for families to find quality in-home care for seniors. Home Hero has been the number one source for caregivers in California and has recently expanded to my hometown, San Diego and San Francisco. So Mike, take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse in your personal life.
1: Sure. Um, where to begin. Thanks for that great introduction. Yeah. Great to be on the show. We, uh, we started Home Hero originally up in San Francisco, moved it down here to Los Angeles in Santa Monica, where we're headquartered. We moved down in uh, May 2013. Um, essentially, Kyle and I had uh, no money, nothing but inspiration and, and a personal experience that really motivated us to start the company and, and try to build something meaningful. Um, we originally started the company, we were up in San Francisco, we were working on a completely separate app and, uh, and Kyle's uh, father who had been a professor at Ohio state in, uh, in Ohio had been going back and forth interviewing caregivers in Seattle for Kyle's 90, 90 at the time, 98 year old grandmother. And they were struggling to find someone. They were using, you know, Craigslist, going to church groups and things like that. They finally found someone and he was sending paper checks back in the mail, uh, when they would get there and when they would leave. And they basically help his grandmother with food preparation, companionship, make sure she doesn't fall. You know, she's 98 years old. She lived alone. And the struggle to just basically figure out when they got there, they coordinated two caregivers at the same time. Um, it became a lot, you know, it's really a full-time job just to coordinate those folks. And, uh, and Kyle kept getting dragged into this. And, you know, in your team of three people uh, working on a startup, you really have to give 100% of your your focus and attention to, to growing the business. Otherwise, it just, it just doesn't work. Uh, so Kyle started flying up to Seattle to coordinate the caregivers when they're interviewing another one. And eventually, it got to a point where one of them, one of the caregivers actually stole a handful of jewelry. And it was just devastating. You know, I was mm-hmm. living with Kyle at the time. And, uh, and really <laughs> just hearing the, these stories and witnessing what was going on, uh, it, was just, it was just awful. And we were both so inspired to try and do something about this. So his dad eventually had to uh, take sabbatical and leave Ohio State, go to Seattle and live with the grandmother full time to help her through this process. And what we realized was it was a lot of problems that you could fix with technology, theoretically. You could build a better system to clock in, clock out. You can use an app to to understand where caregivers are and what they did in the home. Um, You could record voice or video. And you could do a lot of really interesting things with payments and just facilitating that and, and making the whole process of finding and hiring someone much better. And when we really started to dig into it, realized this is a huge problem. Um, You know, millions of families face this with the baby boomer generation right around the corner. Uh, Millions more are going to start facing this. There's a huge lack of caregivers out there, not only in the U.S., but worldwide. So one of the key focuses or realizations we had was that the reason why there's this lack of caregivers in the world and it's such a huge problem is the incentive structure and the actual experience of being a caregiver is really pretty bad. Um, You know, you don't get any – you don't get any thank you for your work. You don't have a boss over your shoulder. You're kind of in the home working with patients one on one for many hours at a time. It's generally a very low income work. So with Home Hero, when we started the company, it was to initially make the experience for families better. You know, folks like Kyle's dad, uh, my grandmother also had a caregiver, which was a much better experience, but To the same extent, we wanted to make that experience much better. So, you know, we focused on things like facilitating payments and making the experience better, uh, more visible for the families. What we we realized was we're actually having a much bigger impact on the world by providing a better experience for the caregivers. We're actually attracting more people to this occupation, this profession long term um, than we ever thought we would. And I'm very optimistic about the future uh, and hopefully our ability to set a trend and attracting people to be caregivers and looking at it from a positive uh, point of view, almost like, you know, uh, what you would use from a typical taxi cab driver to now a Lyft driver, right? It's just a different perception.
0: And Mike, one thing I really want to share with Fire Nation about what you're doing and what you've built is that number one, like you started from a place where you said, hey, there's a void that needs to be filled. There's a scratch that needs to be itched. There's a problem out there in this world that I can solve. But the important thing is, you didn't just say, okay, I'm going to go solve this right away. You took a step back and say, like, is this something that I actually want to solve? Is this something that I have a little bit of passion, excitement, and and really want to make this dent in this universe And And for you, the answer was yes. And so here you are a long time later, still working and rock and rolling on this with you know a great future ahead without you burning out because you say, hey, I, I know this is a great idea, but man, I just don't have the passion to kind of get through those dips, to get through those tough times that we're all going to face as entrepreneurs. So it's got to pass those two checks, Fire Nation. Number one, is it actually, actually a problem that needs to be solved. Number two, do you actually want to be the person to solve it? Because there's a lot of problems out there. You have to choose your problem, your actual point of attack. So Mike before we even get into your story a little bit more, break it down for us. What are the revenue streams that you've developed to keep you going as an entrepreneur?
1: If you look at Home Hero today, we really make money, our revenue sources, from the uh, volume that the caregivers work. We call them heroes, so uh, you'll hear me refer to them as, as heroes. But generally, just like most marketplaces, most service based marketplaces, um, we're not charging a fee to use the site. You know, There's uh, listing services that would do that, so that's the distinguishing factor with uh, maybe a company like Craigslist or Care.com. Um, some of those guys will charge you to use it. We make money when Uh, families successfully hire heroes. So uh, on average, it's about a 15% uh, transaction fee that we take. And that's compared to about a 40 to 60% fee that uh, typical agencies take. So there's about 25,000 agencies across the country. And generally for the cost of hiring a caregiver, they're going to take a 40 to 50% fee. Uh, So the reason you know, we were able to scale and grow like we have was making a lot of the typical schedulers and, and, and payers and a lot of the internal operations much more efficient. Um, so we try to keep it simple. There's really not any other significant uh, revenue stream that we have. Um, so we really pretty aligned with families and, and heroes.
0: So Mike, with our quick chat thus far, people might be like, man, Mike had an idea he hit the ground running and now he's rocking and rolling. He's scaling this and like the sky is the limit. And things are good. I mean, that's why you're here on a Fire. But it's not all cherries and roses here. I mean, there's ups and there's downs. And I want you, Mike, to take us Fire Nation to your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Mike, really tell us that story.
1: I started a company called Zing, and we built mobile payment software. So we basically built Square before Square was around. And you could use this as a coffee shop or an apparel store. And the company was eventually acquired by Big Commerce. And after that, I I moved in with Kyle and we started this company called Flowtab. And the premise for Flowtab was when you go into a crowded bar or, or a nightclub or even a hotel or a stadium, you should be able to order food or drinks, beverages, whatever, uh, from your phone and then pick it up when it's ready instead of having to wait in the line. Uh, There's so many practical applications for this, right? We've all felt that frustration. So we dove in and we weren't the first ones to solve this and there's been people even after us that have tried to solve this. Uh, But we felt like we had a fairly elegant solution and we felt like we were really uh, grinders. We'd go out there and and literally go in the bars and try to sell it and slang it and, and grow it. And we were in San Francisco and we got to a point where we had... 12 locations and we were, we were pushing, it felt like we were pushing orders through, you know, we were for, we were going, we would partner with Lyft and we would, we, every time we took a Lyft car, car, we would say to the driver, Hey, here's, (laughs) here's a stack full of promo codes. If you give these things out, you'll get $5. And then the person gets $5 in drinks. So we kind of grew organically in that way. Um, eventually we got to a point, uh, with, with FlowTab where, we had we we made a mistake. One of the mistakes we made was we partnered with an organization called Dex One and there there's three thousand person massive sales force, you know, feet on the ground, and they would go around the country and sell yellow pages. So they were massively successful back when yellow pages was successful, but now they're struggling. And one of their key initiatives was can we find Technology companies, mobile apps to sell. So our salespeople can go into a bar, nightclub, whatever, and sell Flowtab. And, and we partnered with them on that, and they did that, and they did it successfully, which was a problem for us, because now we had to grow, uh, the user base. So we had, at one point, the largest, uh, uh, strip club in Denver, Colorado, and we had the largest hotel, uh, in California and San Francisco. And it was like, how do we grow this? Right. And eventually what happened was we just couldn't grow the user base. Uh, it got to a point where we were debating between, do we grow, raise a bridge round to hire salespeople? It, the, the partnership kind of threw us a loop and it kind of threw the, the company into, um, in, into a sort of conundrum of, do you scale using a mass partner or organically and a little slower? Um, but it eventually got to a point where we ran out of money. And we literally went into credit card debt. and Kyle and I were living in a one bedroom in San Francisco and he was sleeping on the couch and it was just kind of crazy. And uh, we realized that FloTab wasn't, wasn't our true passion, you know, and this was circumstantially exactly when uh, Kyle's father started feeling the frustration with hiring the caregivers. And we were at this point where, you know, if you look at it in hindsight, it sounds nice. But at the time we had no money. We had a failing startup. Uh, Kyle's family was getting really frustrated I'm like I don't know what I'm going to do. Um you know our, our rents getting we we're like leaving the rent on Airbnb in less than <laughs> oh, 3 weeks. No. Uh so we we were we were in a pretty rough spot and we actually at one point uh got kicked out of our Airbnb long-term rental for subletting it to another Airbnb when we were gone. Um uh, we were just doing anything we could to 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 stay around and uh we eventually So decided we came up with the idea for Home Hero and we were just gonna do it. And we were gonna find investors or somehow make it work and uh or just you know die trying. So we we really used our last bit of resources to create a, a quick little prototype of Home Hero, create a pitch deck, and we ran around to some investors that we knew, one of which was Science down in Santa Monica, run by a brilliant guy, Mike Jones. And we, we pitched him on the idea and, uh, and he seemed interested in it, but you know, he's got a ton of opportunity to fund other successful smart guys. And so we just literally packed everything we had into my, my car, my Mazda in San Francisco, and we drove down to Santa Monica and that was the end of the lease. We had nothing else in San Francisco. And, uh, and we're like, we're just going to rent a place on Airbnb in Santa Monica and work out of science's office until they give us money. (laughs) So.
0: This is such a great story, and Fire Nation, I want you to get this, and this goes back to what we were talking about more towards the beginning of this interview, is ideas are a dime a dozen. They're out there. Problems to be solved are a dime a dozen. I mean, walk outside, Fire Nation, open your eyes. There's 50 problems within your viewage that need to be solved, but guess what? You might not be the right person to solve that problem because your passion may run out, before the money runs out, or after the money runs out, or any time in between, it doesn't matter because you're gonna face those tough times. And I love that talk, Mike, about the partnerships, how they can be the kiss of success, and they've been so before, or they can be the kiss of death, and they will be so many times afterwards. And in Mike's case, they were the kiss of death. And Mike, in just one sentence, focusing back on that worst moment, what is the one lesson that you want Fire Nation to get from your story?
1: Be aggressively reasonable with your uh, macro decisions in life, right? I, I don't think, I, I'm not a very big believer in, um, in doing absolutely drastic things. Uh, but I think if you have a, a an intelligent mindset on uh, your short to sort of medium, call it medium, like, you know, three months to three year goals, um, plan for those and try to focus on that entirely. Uh, So that may involve a a degree of risk and sometimes a lot higher degrees of risk. But generally, I think uh, people are too short uh, uh, time frame minded. Right. So so in that risk, it was quite calculated. It wasn't like we weren't selling um we weren't giving away everything and sleeping on the street. Like we had you know, worst case, we could stay with family. We can move back to our you know, we weren't gonna starve.
0: We always think the worst case scenario is gonna happen, like living under a bridge yeah. with a little fire, maybe roasting a rat or something, yeah. you know, to keep yeah. going. Like whatever that yeah. might be. But Fire Nation, totally. that's just not the case. These worst scenarios rarely ever come to fruition. So, Mike, we're gonna make this next story pretty quick, but I guess kinda wanna bring you to the point where you're working out of the office down in Santa Monica. And you know, you're just trying to really figure things out. Like, what was that inflection point that got you from nowhere to somewhere with Home Hero?
1: When we started, it was uh, it was a real struggle for a long time uh, to get any significant traction or, or or transaction volume working through Home Hero. Um, we built quite a bit. In hindsight, we built too much software and product for the actual uh, level of transaction volume people we had working for us uh and it was it was a real struggle so i would say you know, the, the one interesting point about that is if you can really think about when you build something or start something or commit yourself to building something to to try to build the non-technical part first as much as humanly possible. You know, one thing, a uh, quick anecdotal on Flowtab, when we started it, one of the best things we did, as well as Home Hero, is we built a pitch book uh, that basically showed all these screenshots that didn't exist that we created in Photoshop in a day and then we sold it. And we sold it to all these bars. We had fifteen bars that were lined up, and they're like, "Yeah, this sounds good. I'll sign up for it." And then they're then we're like, "Okay, let's wait. Let's wait three <laughs> right. months. We're going to be done." But you know, so I think doing that as much as humanly possible makes makes just increases your odds of success of not wasting time building something. Um, you know, I'm sure everyone has heard this, but time is is just such a uh, abstract yet insanely valuable thing. Much more so, I believe, than than money.
0: Yeah, simple way to put it is all we have is time. That's all we yeah. have. All totally. we have is time. So Mike, let's bring things to present moment because you have a lot of cool things going on right now today. What's the one thing that has you most fired up right now?
1: Multiple things. You know, in my personal life, I train a lot for Ironman triathlons. Uh, so I'm competing in a, in a full Ironman in, in uh, <gasps> next November. I'm competing in one in Panama next month and uh, British Columbia, Canada. So that. You know, that occupies a lot of my attention outside of Home Hero. Um, and then, you know, it's really, it's really focusing on Home Hero, focusing on our team, on growing our team, on finding the best people, figuring out how to uh, work through different channel partners and hospital groups and insurance companies and all those sorts of challenges that are really interesting and complex in our twisted healthcare, uh, industry that we have in this country. Um, so between those two things, I try to, I try to focus it, um, and, and be successful in a few things at one time. Do
0: you train daily for your triathlons?
1: I do. I do. Yeah. I have a, I have a group of guys that I train with, um, pretty much every day. You said they're Ironman, right? That's the name, the branded name of the, of the race.
0: So it's an Ironman triathlon. Yeah. And how many hours you work out a day typically?
1: I wouldn't say it's the number of hours a day that are quite impressive. It's probably the degree of (laughs) the intensity of it. Um, I mean, the race itself is two and a half mile swim, you know, 112 bike and then a 26 mile marathon. So it's a it's a pretty heavy day. Uh, It just requires a long period of time, you know, years of kind of building up to that, Uh, which is fun. You know, it's like the same sort of psychological challenge of, of a business where it's like long term three year goals.
0: Well, the point I want to make with Fire Nation is, so many people are listening and saying, oh, I have never have time to train you know, for a triathlon or an Ironman, but the reality is this, Fire Nation, if you put things in your schedule and they're there, Parkinson's Law takes over. Tasks will expand to the time that you allot them. If Mike gave himself all day to just sit in front of his computer and like email hospitals and do this and do that, it would take him all day to do that. But he knows at a certain time he's going to work out and that's non negotiable because he's doing it with others. Guess what? He gets crap done in the time that he's allotted himself. You know, the same amount of stuff that he's getting done that he would have if he gave himself all day to do. So don't be afraid about putting these hard times into your calendar that are non negotiable. You know, for me, it's my power walk and seven minute workout. So I'm with you, Mike. Like I don't go for length of workouts. I go for this, the intensity of that workout. And, and, and it's a non-negotiable factor for me. And because of that, like I know that I got to get crap done before X. And then I just have that much more le- higher level of focus.
1: That's such a great point. I would, the one one point to expand yeah. on that is I think the the limiting factor in a day's productivity is not the time, but attention yes. that goes into different tasks. So, you know, people, it's not that people don't work out because they don't have time. Everyone can spend 30 minutes. And go for a run, uh, but it's the intention. A lot of times, it requires a lot of attention. You kind of have to mentally prepare yourself for that sort of you stress you're about to go through. Um, so I, I just I spend more uh, attention to my attention throughout the day, <laughs> uh, just realizing like, are you at your peak? Are you ready to engage in something really complex, or are you ready to like kick back and read a blog article, or just yeah. you know have some coffee? Um, so I would just encourage people to think about that and where your peak attention points are throughout the day.
0: Well, think about that, Fire Nation, and a lot more coming up in the lightning round. But we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors fire nation if you're like me then you're busting out the razor and shaving cream more than just once a week and if there's one thing i hate spending my precious time and hard-earned money on it's less than impressive shaving gear after all this face was made for more than just podcasting that's why when i received all i needed to have a great shave in one tidy box without having to go to the store or spend a ton of money i knew i had to share harry's with you Harry's offers German engineered five blade cartridges that give you a close, comfortable shave with direct pricing. The best part, they ship straight to your doorstep. Ready to ditch the trip to the drugstore and save yourself both time and money? The Harry Starter Set is just $15 and includes a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and 3 razor blades. Plus, Harry's will give you $5 off your first order with promo code FIRE. Visit harrys.com, that's h a r r y s.com and enter promo code FIRE at checkout. As an entrepreneur with a team of six, I can tell you that building a strong team is an integral part to your business's success. Without the right support at the right time, you could find yourself so overwhelmed that your progress comes to a screeching halt. We don't want that. But where can you go to find qualified candidates? We all know that posting your job in just one place isn't enough. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you post it, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses and you can try it now for free. Find your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire to get started. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Mike, are you prepared for the lightning round? I'm so ready. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Working in aerospace for two years in Los Angeles uh, as an aerospace engineer for this this company that um, builds essentially radar systems for UAVs, the Predator and drone. Very complex uh, 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 sort of Corporate type environment, extremely smart people. But when you get used to a certain pattern of day to day life, it becomes hard to break out of that. Uh, and eventually, you hit this like uh, sort of event horizon where it's almost impossible to. And I, I felt that coming. You know, when you start to feel your career progress and people start to know you have a network and skills in certain areas, it's hard to leave. Right. So. Um, be careful what you get good at because you'll be doing it the rest of your life. So I, once I felt that I felt the fear of that and it really, it really had the opposite effect where it pushed me out and I wanted to, you know, use my skill set uh, uh, to work on something, um, much more granular, something I could affect. So kind of thinking about the future in my current career was enough to push me out of it and, uh, and get into something more lower level startup focus.
0: And also look at the ladder you're climbing because although you might be good at what you're doing and enjoying it, is the person that you're aspiring to be, you know, who's in the, do you you want that job? Like, do you want to be there? Is that going to make you happy for the next 30 to 40 years of your life? Now, Mike, do you want to share with Fire Nation the best advice you've ever received? (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's such a heavy question yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> there's a simple answer um, it could be no
1: yeah absolutely I, I, love, <laughs> I love thinking about, about those things um one, so one one piece of advice I feel like most people don't quite uh appreciate to the degree that that i've come to realize is if you sort of picture your life on an x y graph right so like y uh vertical x horizontal, and you you draw a line. On the X-axis, which is how good you are at what you're trying to do. So say it's, um, you know, grow uh, marketplace businesses in my case. And then on the Y-axis is how many people know that you're that good, right? And it could be one through 10. It could be, am I, you know, does everyone in the world know that I'm good or no one? And I think about life and in your career particularly around making both of those go up fairly equally, right? You don't, want, you don't want to be extremely good at something and then have no one know about it um you don't want to have everyone know that you're not really good at something. <laughs> so you want to balance I think developing your skills with developing your personal network. And if you take the area under that graph, I think that's how lucky you are to be in life, right? So if you're really good at something and a lot of people know, a lot of luck is going to happen. Um And if you're really good at something, and no one knows, like not a lot's going to happen. So, consciously, the one piece of advice: consciously be aware of building both sides of of your career in that way. Right? Like, write on Quora, write on blog articles, do um, guest speakers, or you know, anything you can to kind of promote what your knowledge base is. But also, pay attention to getting really good at it.
0: Mike, can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation?
1: Clip menu, C L I P M E N U. It's one of my favorite little apps it allows you to copy uh up to 200 things at a time so you can paste them um any you know you could paste something 7 7 times ago that you copied
0: phenomenal now if you could recommend just one book for our listeners what would it be and why
1: how to win friends and influence people uh i think it was a very interesting book uh around how to you know th- that completely affects your whole life everything that you do uh, so that's that would be the book I recommend.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Now, Mike, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a deuce. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: <laughs> Boy, but I guess I'd just try to meet people, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd stick a name tag on my shirt and... uh And $500, that is such an interesting question.
0: That's what Dale Carnegie would do.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, You know, one thing I always thought about is if I got to worst case scenario, I would just walk around a very wealthy neighborhood and just introduce myself to people if I literally knew no one, Uh, go into the big houses in you know whatever city you're in and just say, hey, I'm new to town. I don't know anyone. And I always sort of wondered what sort of social experiment uh, would do that. But I would do that.
0: (laughs) Maybe try to add some value. Maybe you should say at least, hey, I am a yeah. legitimate professional dog walker and I know you have a dog. So let me just take your dog for a walk. That's right. I promise I'll be right back. <laughs>
1: That's true. That's a good one too.
0: Mike, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Twitter is fantastic. Mike T Townsend on Twitter or mike at homehero.org via email. Uh, very responsive and, and would love to hear any feedback
0: in a parting piece of guidance.
1: Stay positive. Stay positive. Life is going to be good.
0: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you have been hanging out with MT and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, just type Mike in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, links to Home Hero, of course his Twitter handle, his book recommendation and resource, it's got it all and so much more. And Mike, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit EOFire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce Podcast Websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more. And Ignite!